0: The Catechism of Catholic Church is divided in four parts. Um, Part one is the profession of faith. Part two is the celebration of the Christian mystery. Part three is life in Christ. And part four is Christian prayer. As the goal of the Catechism of the Catholic Church is to present an organic synthesis um, and, and, um, of the essential and, and fundamental contents of the Catholic doctrine regarding faith and the morals, Part 1 contributes to that goal by using the Nicene Constantinople Creed that we profess during the Mass as the outline and, and construct for the discussion. Um, As a profession of faith ought, the creed begins with the phrase, I believe, or we believe, thus signifying that the profession of faith um, is but a mere response to the faith that was given to us, that the tenets of our profession are a succinct affirmation of what has been revealed to us. Otherwise, if we were to begin our creed with the words, um, I find, or I have found, or we have determined, it will signify that the forthcoming tenets were things that we had discovered on our own without any supernatural help. Rather, it is we believe because we did need help. We needed faith. See, see, on the contrary, the phrase I believe or we believe allows us to imagine. What is it's like for a child to wake up on Christmas morning and see gifts under the tree. Of, of course, the child finds the biggest box of them all. And the parent asks, what do you think is on the inside? I don't know, says the child. But I believe it is something that I always wanted. And in this way, the, the child unpacks the gift that was given to them. In, in, in the same way, so do we begin to unpack the profession of our faith with the same affirmation, I believe. That God gives us human reason in faith so that we might know him um, definitively, says, definitively says more about us than it says about God. Chapter one of this first section is called man's capacity for God. And it addresses three things. Um, One, our capacity to desire God. Two, our capacity to know God. And three, our capacity to speak about God. But really, it is such an audacious thing to even think um, about that that man. And and when I say man, I'm speaking in the language of the church that uses the word man to universally speak of both man and woman. But again, it, it is such an audacious thing to even think about that that man has a capacity for God, That, that the finite has a capacity for the infinite. That sounds impossible because we know that finite things have limits on capacity. For example, a refrigerator has a limited capacity to hold food. If your refrigerator hits its capacity, you're either going to have to give some of the food away or throw some away or to cook some of the overflow or or go buy a second freezer. If a company um, starts getting flooded with orders for their products, they are going to have to make a decision. Um, Either they're going to have to turn down a business, um, their new business, or they're going to have to build out capacity by hiring more employees or moving to a large building where they can house more supplies and and more finished product. But these are efforts we would have to make on our own to make that space. Yet, what the Catechism is saying here in paragraph 36, uh, drawing from Genesis chapter 1 verse 27, is that man has this capacity because he was created in the image of God. That man was created with this capacity to know and to love the Creator, makes it all the more sad when we when we look at culture today and we see that people make room in their lives for everything else, for every material pleasure, for every unchaste emotion, for every career path, um, and every other major life decision. But they do uh, they do not um, allow any space for the one whom they were created to have capacity for in their life as human beings um, we all have natural limits on our own to determine for ourselves there's only so much love so much patience so much kindness so much mercy and so much self-control that we have to draw from i used to feel sorry for my mother as a kid, because she always used to tell me Brock, as, as she called me, she didn't call me David, she called me Brock, my nickname. Um, You're getting on my last nerve. And I felt bad for her because it didn't seem like God gave her a whole lot of these nerves. right? And I used to wonder if she had more nerves when she was younger. Right? What happens to her nerves? Right? It was just nine in the morning on a Saturday, and I had already reached her last nerve. I had pity on a woman and I used to walk around on eggshells around her because I didn't want her to lose <laughs> any of the few nerves she had left. If you find it difficult to believe that God has given you um, more capacity than what seems possible for you, consider the liturgy not a Holy Mass. The priest who himself, in the person of Christ, and Persona Christi most uniquely sings of this reality that man does have capacity for God. And by the word of God, the words of consecration uttered by the priest, that what was dead bread and wine comes to life, comes to be the true, real presence, the real body, blood, soul, divinity of Jesus Christ. In this way, the bread and wine have capacity to become truly God by the power of his word. And this bears witness to the same capacity that we have for God by the power of his word that breathed life into our nostrils. And again, through his words in the sacraments of baptism and confirmation. Um. In brief, the Catechism makes um, these six points that are important for you to remember. Uh, One, by your nature and vocation, you have been called into communion with he whom you were created for communion with him. Two, in communion with God, you are free and complete. And paragraph 46 says, When we listen to the message of creation and to the voice of conscience, man can arrive at certainty about the existence of God, the cause, and end of everything. Paragraph 47. The church teaches that the one true God, our creator and Lord, can be known with certainty from his works by the natural light of human reason. Paragraph 48. We can really name God, starting from the manifold of perfections of his creation, which are the likeness of the infinitely perfect God, even with our limited human language, um, cannot exhaust the mystery. Paragraph 49, without the creator, the creature vanishes. This is the reason my believers know that the love of Christ urged them To bring the light of the living God to those who do not know him or who reject him. Thank you for listening to this talk on the Catechism Catholic Church. I look forward to sharing more with you in the next talk on God Comes to Meet Man. Thank you.